It's bold. It's real. It may even make you blush. But one thing is certain, it will definitely inspire you to push your limits and accelerate your business growth. You're listening to another episode of Confessions of a Barefoot Beauty Guru, and here's your host, Elle Wilson. Hey, Toby. Hello. How are you? I'm fantastic. How are you doing? Happy to be here. Well, that's great. That's fantastic. What are we going to talk about today? I believe today we're going to be talking about, we're going to see if we can extract and uncover some of the betrayals that maybe you've experienced in the beauty industry. Our actual topic is betrayal in the beauty industry and how to deal with it. Mm. When we do that, have you had experiences of betrayal? Do you feel like... I mean, what is betrayal? Is that is that just when someone does something against you that you're you're not um, you're not wanting, or is it, it is it an emotional response to someone? How do you define betrayal? I think betrayal is is has a a huge story behind it, which is really really understandable and really normal. And um, yes, you're right. Over 34 years in the beauty industry, uh, just in life in general, of course, there would have been times where. Um, I have experienced the the feeling uh, of betrayal that you know like, and to me what that means is that you've put trust in someone mm-hmm. you've accepted them at their word and uh, you you've believed them that they had good intentions and then all of a sudden you realize that they were doing something completely opposite to that you know and as as a mentor and as a, a business coach I mean I <laughs> I've been hearing this for years and I think one of the things that really why I'm doing this podcast today, I wanted this topic specifically, right, because I find that so many beauty professionals, amazing human beings that have so much to offer and could grow extraordinary businesses, hold themselves back because they've experienced these betrayals and haven't been able to get past them. It it almost is like, you know, I never want to experience that again. I'll stay small so that I never have to experience that again. And to me, that that's kind of heartbreaking. Mm. You know, because that's that's like you saying, um, I, I'm going to let an experience be bigger than me. You know, it's greater than me. I can't experience that again. It was just too much. And I don't believe anything that we experience is ever too much for us. I mean, think about, you know, in the, uh, um, in the Second World War, you know, the concentration camps, the, the, the people that wrote books, you know, that, 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 that were in concentration camps, their families were taken away from them and they actually rose up and became these extraordinary people. And I wouldn't even be able to name them as so many. That these are Well, these... one of the most famous is Viktor Frankl, right, A Man's Search for Meaning. Yeah, mm. amazing, isn't it? Like, you know, there's so many others. And, and so what I'm saying is that I, I, I believe in humanity so I believe in humanity. I believe we can do so much more than allow once, you know, one betrayal, two, three, four, you know, how many do you want me to give you? I'm going to confess today to a few actually and they're going to be a bit, a bit of fun because I've turned them into fun because, you know, you have to What's get to What's the first a, one? Let's go into oh, it. Oh, really? You want to go into the first one? Well, the first one was when we, um, I remember, you would remember this, when we first put out our um, our online Brow course it was the first in the world to be 
it was original. It was the first most comprehensive brow course online. Uh, the beauty industry wasn't even kind of ready for that at that stage. You know, online was still a little bit obscure to the beauty therapist, even though now people buy it and, you know, the, the online course is just like the bomb, right? But uh, mind you, I'm just updating that and getting it. You know that I'm redeveloping it. So I'm so yeah, excited it's about like a that. double bomb. It's yeah. like a... <laughs> it's like zero to mastery in what three months. Ago. Yeah, it's yeah, fabulous. It's but um, but I I remember when we it was Christmas Day we put out this course and uh, and because we because of you and all of your knowledge uh, and our team we we were able to the reason we were able to find out what had happened and I'll tell you in just one sec um, as part of my confession um, is that uh, the reason we could find out is because we could track IP addresses and all of that so we knew if someone was sharing the information, giving it to other people and what was going on, and we could locate where that was. So only because of that. Via the IP address. Yeah, yeah. only because of that were we able to realise that someone in Australia had actually purchased the course um, at the instructions of another brow company and um, how they were told, you know what, I'll pay for it and you just give it to me. And so that to me was like, I mean, I knew this other person and that and to me. And we tracked the IP address back to the actual head office. Yeah, we did that. Which yeah, I won't go into the details. We no. knew the. Um, and again, we're not, we're not talking, we're not sharing. Um, specific. Specific no. names at this no. stage or anything like that. And not that we need to. Because this is I'd, a part of I'd, getting past it, really. Yeah, I don't too. want to mention that it was Jane that did. Oh, sorry, did I just? Don't. I'm just Toby's just kidding. Toby <laughs> Actually, it was, was Stephanie. No, oh, was it Sally? Stop it. Was it? No, no, no. That's <laughs> not important. Yeah, That's no, not important. Not, not right now, because we're talking about how to how to move past it. And and you know when I when I discovered we're that, we're clearly still stuck in it. We're still talking. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, and when when we we spoke about it. And, uh, and we discovered this, you know, one of the things, of course, that I felt was like, wow, why would another person do that? And, and you know, automatically your mind goes into, well, you know, how unfair is that that someone would do that? And this is the key for me, you know, of undoing the this this whole the narrative, I think, and the story of betrayal and how to move past it. And, you know, life isn't fair. People don't do fair things when you think about it. You know, that's the first thing that I think it's almost important for our, um, our listeners, our audience, to write that down. You know, life isn't fair. It isn't meant to be fair. And the minute that we think it should be fair, we're up against up against something that's not ever going to be like that. You know, look at the children in Africa. Is that fair? Look at, you know, uh, the forests and what's happening in the forest. Look at what happened with someone trying to steal the training straight off the bat. You know, as soon as it hit the, hit the you know, the internet, there it was. Someone was about to take it and wanted to rip it off. So mm. life isn't fair. Look and, at the cage chickens. Yeah, and we could go on and on and um, you can tell who's the funny one, right? You really can tell who's the quirky funny one when we're doing these podcasts. <laughs> Not me. They're anyway. actually are caged no, chickens. I, I agree, and that's not a funny topic. And we <laughs> no, do no, not no. eat caged eggs, and we do not support that. Right? That's one of our no. values. So uh, you know, I, I think um, that was the first thing I needed to do, and I mean that was only the first time. You know, and that was that was um, it was cheeky, and uh, and and we got we through it. We handled it very well, though. Well, uh, and know, when it started to. Um, come about and we started to actually sort of take take some um, initial legal action, the response from the other brow company was very um, 
just retreating immediately. They they were actually apologetic and actually, yeah. And I think that you know you 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 want to consider other humans in that in that way. You know, we all have done things where we wish we hadn't, and in hindsight, that was realised very quickly. You know, what was so for me? You know, number one, life isn't fair. We've got to. That's one of your takeaways today, everybody. You really think about that. Life isn't meant to be fair. You know, look around and 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 don't be disturbed by that. If you accept that and just look at it, uh, look at it as not being fair, you're then able to move through it and unblock yourself so that you can constantly be in your flow. Because as an entrepreneur, as a human, you are constantly going to get knocked around. Life is going to give you all these knocks. It just happens. I mean, look at your life and consider consider that for a moment, right? Like we've had our knocks. Um, we had more. Oh, of course. Didn't we have another one? We had another one. Um, we had another one from an Eastern European country that actually went onto the face her Facebook page and deleted uh, her her mother, who was a big brow trainer. Oh, literally that was from um, Russia. Yeah, yeah, literally deleted her mother and pretended she wasn't connected with her and was trying to get the course. And I mean, look again. You know, you you just people's characters immediately. You see who they are, what they believe, what they will do, uh, and and I actually then had a you, phone conversation with. Mm. Yeah, we did. Yeah, definitely. So you know, I guess what we're, we're we're trying to say here is that you know we're right in the thick of it with the beauty industry, and, and yes, with all of our community who we coach and all of the salon owners, we see it. It's one of the most common things when a team member sort of leaves and goes, opens up at home or Absolutely. around the corner, and feels entitled to the clients that they've been doing. As if, well, they're my clients anyway. Sort of. Well, thing you know, that's a really that's an that's an interesting thing, isn't it? And I want to say to any beauty professional that's listening to this, you know, if uh, if for example you're not a salon owner right now, or you you don't have uh, your own salon yet, um, you know, the people that uh, you're working on inside of the salon, they they are not your clients. You know, that that's something that that to have that belief, you need to drop it because number one. You know, you you just you're really not telling yourself the truth. You know, to, for your for your salon owner to actually be able to bring those people into her salon and to come and be a part of her brand, it's a huge thing. And and I think it's really really important for salon owners that their team members understand that. You know, and I that- think I think what it comes from. This is my 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 belief, and I see it a lot. It might not always be the case, but there's there's somewhat of a naivety and an unconsciousness in the um, employee, let's say, or, or team member where they don't understand business. They're actually just um, considering one side of the accounting ledger, which is um, the, the revenue that comes into the business because they, they're at the front desk, they see these clients coming through, they see all the money, they they cash up the till at the end of the day and it seems like the owner is, oh, my gosh, she makes so much money. I right? want to add something to that, and, though. Yeah. Let me add something to that. I actually think, too, we can't stop human beings from wanting, from wanting to actually be creative. We can't. There are people out there, Toby, which you know, you know, they have that level of creativity inside of them. They they start to realise their potential in salon and so they want to go out and open up their own businesses. I don't think that that's a bad thing. So we're not actually talking about um, 
whether or not they should or they shouldn't or why they want to do it, it's when they do it in a way where it's underhanded and they're they're taking something that they think belongs to them. Do you know what I mean? So I it's do. kind of like it, it kind of like when you when you go to that place, you start to see that it's insidious and they're, they're doing things that are you know in the mind and in the heart of the salon owner who's trusting them. The salon owner feels betrayed. So she's got to get through that. So the reasoning behind all of that, um, you know, even though it's flawed, you know, you, you've really got to look at that there are people out there that have this creative boldness and they want to go out and start their own businesses. So I think there's, there's a no problem with that. No, and I think it's a responsibility of the salon owner to know who these people are inside of their salon. And also we're looking at a new program that we want to run, right, our repositioning program where that will immediately shift uh, in a salon, but let's not talk about that right now. But that was that's really exciting. Uh, let's hope 2020 lets us really push that out into the industry. I think it'll change the industry uh, as a whole. And uh, But anyway, back to betrayal. You know, when a team member does that, I think that there needs to be in every single brand, I would suggest to salon owners, um, uh, a very strong uh, values, ethics. Uh, you need to know your team members. You need to get to the place where before that betrayal happens. You need to be sure that you understand, you know, what they value, who they are, even before you employ them. Do, you know, cross all your T's, dot all your I's. You know, you've got so much opportunity right now as a salon owner to actually go through and check through their Instagram, their Facebook. Who is this person that you're bringing into your family, your business family? <laughs> That's a pretty big thing, isn't it? Yeah, and... And I think it's been demonstrated by um, Harvard. Harvard University did a study on on the the salon industry, um, and showed that that the biggest challenge that the industry has is human resources. So, in other words, people. In other yeah. words, dealing with mm-hmm. team members. Um, yeah, and it went into that. And there's some, there's there's a few sort of ingenious solutions to it, but anyway, more on that. Later. Maybe we can talk about that uh, um, on another podcast. But for now, I think when a salon owner's really hit hard in that way, and and they have, they do feel betrayed. Again, the first thing I would you know ask you to consider is immediately, you know, are you in your heart and mind bringing in this belief that li- that it's not fair and life should be fair because that that will just knock you over. That will block you. That will that will shut you down. So that person all of a sudden is in a real um, high. She's 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 gone and done what she's done. She's taken possibly some of your clients. She's gone and opened up nearby. She's maybe even lowering her prices lower than yours because she wants to, you know, attract as many clients as she can. And she's open, and you're shutting yourself down. So you've got to see that that will not work for you. You have mm. to. You have to almost like really notice energetically that that is going on and and that if you want to be able to get through this, you have to create the change in your inner world, in your inner landscape, so your mind, your heart, like where you're sitting with that so that you can immediately reconnect with your flow and bounce back because that's that's really, really important. And if, you, if you're, sorry, Toby, I'll just say this one thing because I know you wanted to say something. When we're disconnected from our inner flow, when we're disconnecting ourselves from that which is our inspirational thinking, our out-of-the-box thought, um, that's that's when, you know, we're, we're, we're losing what, you know, a window of opportunity where we could be immediately 
um, being able to do something that would really troubleshoot a situation like that. So that one belief, extraordinary, isn't it? That It reminds know, me of the old fair. adage of um, holding back. Hold, holding back forgiveness is like swallowing a poisonous pill and hoping the other person will die. So when we've yeah. got that, that betrayal and that grievance and we don't at some stage move on from it but we harbour that, we're actually hurting ourselves as well. Well, the thing is that we're, we're, we're shutting off from our flow mm. and, yeah. and, and your flow, like an entrepreneur and especially a woman, we're not talking about men here, sorry, Toby, especially women, our flow is where we connect to our mystery within and our mystery is where all our giving comes from. It's our unlimited giving where we're not drained. It's in that place where we are abundant and open and we can connect and we can extend and that's where entrepreneurial women absolutely thrive and flourish. And we, you know, we need to get to know uh, if betrayal, you know, when betrayal shuts us down from that because it's not on the outside, the outside world can't can't mm. stop us from thriving. It's what we're doing internally that stops us from thriving, and we we need to get really on top of that. We need to get on top of that. So so important. Yeah, we we also we had a um, one of our salons um, had someone betray them, um, going back was it about a year ago or or, or something like that, and she pursued it in court and went through the whole court process and was um she won she won she was awarded um damages had all of her uh legal fees paid and really made a made a stamp on and we're talking a lot of money um yeah so it, she was has a, it was a great success so that's almost at precedent. least in the australian court system it's a bit of a precedent definitely is a precedent so you know that's that's one for the salon owner really but you know i, I guess since i'm confessing here you know we, we've had uh we've, we've also had some of our own people that have gone and uh you know you, you're always going to get the someone that's going to copy you're always going to get the person that doesn't have enough original thought and wants to copy something that is you know, that they kind of think they're really good at. It's going to happen. They're trying to get a quick fix. They're trying to get a quick fix. They're trying to pretend that there's something that they're not. You know, that happens in our industry and, and it happens in the entrepreneurial world worldwide, right? Mm. And uh, so I guess if I was to ask myself and share with everyone, how do I get past that? And especially when these students were extremely close to me, like mm. I'd, hel I'd helped them, mentored them, uh, with their, you know, they would ask me questions about their families. They would ask me questions. I mean, we would, you know, like they were more than my students. They mm -hmm. were almost like um, they were just more than that. Uh, and and I think that that they were the deepest sort of kind of cuts, you know, for mm -hmm. me. I, I really did feel it. And uh, and uh, you know that that was. I, I know what it's like to have someone really kind of rip your heart out like that and you you know for a little while you're in a little bit of shock yeah which know? is a little bit i guess a little bit more of a it it touched deeper than for example when we employed a compulsive liar without knowing it many many years ago do you remember that yeah in our salon yeah, yeah. beautiful girl but she really did have a she was but she had a real issue and and that sort of came came about and to sort of see what much, much later find out about all this history of stuff that have been going on with other businesses around and a whole range of things. It's she did a fair bit of damage. Um, she did, crazy. yeah. 
I mean, you know, the, these are the things that we experience when we're in business. We yeah. experience the unthinkable, the unbelievable, but we can't go to it's not fair. We have to rise above and we have to always know that our our thriving, our our nourishment, our fulfilment, our ability to stay um, in that space of expansion and reach for our clients and to be there for our clients comes from within us. And to stay connected to that, we can't we can't believe false things. We can't go out there and say, you know, life's not fair, look what's happening to me. We can't go into that victim mode. So for me, Every single time I've had someone do that to me, really, in with with True Brow, with the training that we offer, with my original material, it has inspired me way beyond my wildest imagination. But first, I've been shocked. It's true. Even though the people that have done it, um, that wasn't the shock. The shock was that the, the timing of, oh, wow, it's actually happened now. I kind of knew. You know I'm a little bit mysterious like that and I know these things. So it's it, psychic it, maybe. Yeah, well, it's, it, that's in my astrological chart. Did you know that, that I'm psychic? I think I think Maybe I'll just stop and I'll yeah. just go and be a psychic. I could do that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so actually I'm not kidding. It is in my astrological chart. But, you know, I, it wasn't so much that I, I felt um, – shocked by who did it but it was just at the time that it happened so for me I had to I had to let that in couldn't bypass the feeling I couldn't go oh I'm just going to repress that and just go out and be inspired it doesn't work like that I had to truly let it in I had to let in the the the, the pain the hurts and not block it because the minute that you block your hurt your mind goes crazy you know your mind goes into storytelling and then he wants to talk about it to everyone and he wants to tell everyone, you know, why this happened and, and all the things um, about, you know, the hurt and that person. And, and you've just got to remember this is so important because what you're really wanting to do is build thriving, amazing, extraordinary businesses. You want to be open and flowing and in touch with your mystery, in touch with that inner flow. You do not want things to shut you down ever in your life. So what you have to remember is that what is absolutely key is that the hurt will not kill you, right? No one has really truly died from too much hurt. The hurt can move straight through you and the minute you let it just move and feel it, you can feel anything. Like The thing that human beings forget is that feelings can move straight through them. You know, mm -hmm. a feeling isn't something that needs to get stuck. And we can feel our feelings. And the more that you believe you can feel feelings with and survive, and that's what we need to teach our children. If we want resilient children, children that can be okay around bullying, children that can be, you know, not accepted and still thrive, we need to tell them, hey, hurt's not going to kill you. You can survive hurt. You can survive some betrayal. You can survive sadness. Whereas if we keep blocking all of these these feelings, what we're actually doing is taking that pill, like you're saying before. You know, you it's mm. the anger pill mm. or something. You know, when yeah, you say yeah, you're yeah, angry at someone, good. and you, it's like taking a what is it? Is it it's like, like taking a poisonous pill and hoping the other person will die? Yeah, well, that's a dreadful saying. But anyway, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of crazy, isn't it? But that is, it's a little bit the same with when mm -hmm. we. But but for humans, it's understandable, Toby, because we have been almost you know, led to believe throughout our lives, even in our own reinforcing this for ourselves, that our feelings can 
damage us. And it's fact, it's in fact the opposite. The, the belief that we can't survive our feelings is what damages our soul. Mm. You know, so we 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 disconnect from what's deeper inside of us that gives us the joy and the fulfillment and the pleasure and all of the beautiful things that we actually really are trying to get on the outside, right? So that to me is a key thing in betrayal. You know, that's what's really supported me is knowing that my feelings will not damage me. I will survive feeling them all, right? And that as they move through me, the amazing part that I've experienced too is as I allow my feelings to move through me, I'm, I feel um, bigger. Um, I feel like I have more. You're expanded? Yeah, that's the word. Mm. I feel more expanded. I feel more inspired. I feel like I think, wow, you did that. Mm, okay, well, that's really interesting. So since you've done that, I'm going to, how do I develop around that? How do I, you know, what's coming up for me? What can I offer the industry how can I do more? Like it's kind Sounds of like, it's like drawing. It's drawing on creativity in a way. Absolutely, mm, what a beautiful flow. way. Yeah, absolutely. But but if I stay stuck, um, and, and you know, one of the interesting things is, and you know, we're almost out of time, and I just want to say this last thing because I think it's really important. If you find that you're thinking about something all the time, it just when you're trying to relax, all of a sudden this person just keeps coming up in your mind. You know that you're hanging on to a feeling. You know that that is you telling you, the greater you is telling you, you've got something to let go of that you haven't resolved yet. So sit down quietly, get some help if you need help, find a great mentor and just see if they can support you in undoing. You can do it yourself actually. You actually can do it yourself by really just examining your thoughts and really looking at it and just allowing that feeling to pass through. And remember, this is the greatest takeaway, I think, is that you will survive all of your feelings. And and if you take that to heart, if you really take that to heart, what's beautiful about that is that your feelings don't turn into emotions and then into crazy you know, into yeah, craziness. You're not, you're not resisting them. You're not no. putting up resistance against them, which causes the energy to pour and you've got that energy in motion or And negativity because then out. emotion turns into negativity. We dive into our negative selves. We've all done it. We've all been there. You know, we, we're learning here on this beautiful planet. And, I, you know, I know that um, I know that when people are hearing this that, you know, they're going to be a lot of people that are going to be feeling either that, you know, I'm hoping that you'll feel that, you know, you are greater than all of your experiences and that, you know, you're not the sum of your experience. You're way beyond that. And uh, and if you have a dream and if you have something that you want to explore, you know, do it. And, uh, and then if someone does betray you, you know, look at me. How many times has it happened to me? How many times? I've just told you of a few. You know, there's more. But, you know, if you think about that and you think that here I am, I'm still here with you, I'm still recording podcasts with the gorgeous Toby right next to me, drawing out that information and adding his beautiful wisdom to it. But, you know, we are greater than our experiences. Have you got anything to to end the podcast with Toby this week or have we? No, I think that's. I think that was good. I think, I think it's a wrap. wrap. Yeah. <laughs> Great minds think alike. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, so much. Thank you, Toby. Thanks, Take Al. care, everyone. And right. we would uh, love to hear from you. Your comments are always so valuable on your feedback. And what do you want us to talk about? 
Um, go to my page at Al Wilson page on Facebook or Al Wilson Official on Instagram and talk to me. Love to hear from you there. Take care, everyone.